Good morning, City Church. This is Harrison, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. When I studied abroad in Russia in college, I lived with a delightful old couple. The wife was grandmotherly in her affection towards me, especially when it came to feeding me. Every day, she made me breakfast and dinner, each with multiple courses. She was at her most grandmotherly, though, when I would travel. She would send me with multiple sandwiches and snacks. I'd tell her that she didn't need to go to all that trouble, that I'd just pick up some food at the train station. But she acted like she couldn't understand what I was saying, and she'd hand over what seemed to be like a weekend's worth of food. This wasn't unique to her. My friend's host mom was even more over the top. One time, he showed up at the train station at 8 a.m. with a Tupperware full of fried chicken. In the minds of these babushkas, caring meant making sure that we had full stomachs, that we didn't get hungry on our way. In today's lectionary reading from Matthew 15, Jesus is giving the same energy. Several thousand people had shown up to hear him teach, and they stayed there for three days. You know, if any of us gathered a crown for three days, no doubt our minds would likely be on ourselves, thinking about how important we are or how eloquent we are. But that wasn't Jesus. His mind was on the crowd. Verse 32 records Jesus calling his disciples to himself, and he says, I have compassion on the crowd because they've been with me now three days and they have nothing to eat, and I'm unwilling to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. You know, it's easy to glance over this and get to the part where Jesus multiplies the loaves and the fishes. But if we do that, we're missing what I think is actually the point of the story. Sure, the miracle is important. Multiplying food is incredible. But isn't it an an even more amazing miracle that the most holy king of the universe would look upon a crowd and say, I have compassion upon them? The miracle of loaves and fishes, then, is simply an extension of the even greater miracle of God's love for his creation, for his people. What do you think God thinks of you? I would imagine that if most of us are being honest, we imagine God as being disapproving or withholding. But if Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, looks upon a crowd with compassion and love, how much more would he look upon you, his beloved child, with compassion with compassion and love? This compassion moves Jesus to provide for the crowd, lest they faint on the way. Much like those Russian grandmothers, Jesus' compassion extended beyond his immediate presence. He cared for these people even when they were out of his sight. And of course, this is the same sustaining love that has upheld the church throughout the centuries. There have been so many times where it seems like the church just might not make it. There are so many times when it's faced evil from without persecution and oppression. And so many times it's faced evil from within, sin and scandal. And both of those have threatened uh, the very existence of the church. But we're still here today proving what Jesus says a chapter later in Matthew 16, that the gates of hell won't prevail against this church. Through the gift of the Holy Spirit and the means of grace, Jesus has made sure that his church hasn't fainted along the way. And the same way that he sustains this crowd is the same way that he sustains us. They had loaves and fishes. We have bread and wine. You see, every Sunday when you open up your hands to receive communion, it's a continuation of this apostolic ministry that Jesus gives to his disciples in this passage. 
in this passage, they hand out physical food. But after Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension, we're handed a spiritual food, the food of the Eucharist, of communion. And though it's spiritual, it's nonetheless as real and as nourishing as those loaves and fishes would have been to that crowd. As real as they were and as real as the bread and wine is that we receive on Sundays, so real is our sharing through faith in the benefits of Christ's redeeming work. As Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 10, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? So friends, if you're feeling weary today, Remember that Jesus is unwilling to send you away hungry, lest you faint on the way. And because of that, he has given you his very body, blood, and bride. Partake of them and be strengthened. Until tomorrow, stay well and do good. Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.